This is a 980 CKNW podcast. Well, as we know, civic elections are coming up and we're going to take a few minutes to talk about how things are shaping up in Vancouver with news that Vision Vancouver will, in fact, be running a mayoral candidate. Mike Klassen is a civic affairs columnist with the Vancouver Courier and joins us on the line. Mike, great to have you back on the show. A uh, pleasure to be back, as always. Uh, what are your thoughts about uh, hearing that Vision will, in fact, be running a mayoral candidate? You know, you just played Tears for Fears. Everyone wants to change <laughs> the world. Everyone wants to run for mayor in the city right now, it seems like. Um, it's uh, it's uh, what, what this is, is kind of a Hail Mary pass by the uh, extraordinarily damaged uh, Vision Vancouver brand. Um, uh, Gregor Robertson uh, in, is leaving uh, municipal politics, uh, and uh, as are many of his former um, council colleagues, and as a result, there's not much left there to kind of keep the lights on. So uh, there still is the infrastructure of the organization, of course. They have databases, and they have uh, campaign volunteers and what have you. Uh, they could still probably get a few candidates over the line, but uh, this is, again, a sort of a last gasp for a party that really looks like it's on its last legs. Uh, they haven't announced how the process will go ahead, nor have they said uh, a list of who at this point has expressed interest. Uh, but I was seeing in the Georgia Strait, uh, Kennedy Stewart reached out to the Georgia Strait after uh, some poll results saying he uh, might be uh, a favorite of voters. What do you think about that idea? Uh, well, I have a few ideas about that. Um, I actually wrote a piece um, a couple of months ago suggesting that uh, if you really want to unite the left, why don't you just pick Derek Corrigan, the mayor next door? He can, he's got all the, the proper kind of laurels that would, uh, you, know, you know, good relations with the province and, you know, has, uh, has the support of the unions and what have you. Uh, this uh, Kennedy Stewart thing comes out of left field, uh, uh, sort of literally and figuratively, but it's it's a case of, um, you know, somebody put his name. I'm not sure. I mean, I haven't talked to Mario Canseco. He did the poll. I'm not sure why Kennedy's name wound up on the list. But we have seen um, a number of members of Parliament, uh, current and former, who are being touted as potential candidates to unite the left, uh, Don Davies, Libby Davies. They've all said no. So I guess they're kind of working their way down the list, and they wound up at Kennedy, who's a Burnaby MP. And what do you think this would do now that Vision has decided they are going to field a mayoral candidate? What does this do to uh, Cheryl, uh, sorry, Shauna, Sauna, Shauna Sylvester and, <clears throat> and Adrian Carr, who in that list, that same uh, poll, came out with quite a bit of support? Uh, well, for Shauna, it does kind of leave her kind of holding the bag. Uh, if I, you know, if you read this very long email written by the Vision Vancouver executive to their membership, it's they went and deliberated and had all these conversations and should we support somebody independent? And they basically said no. Um, so obviously, Shauna's people and and the person really behind Shauna Sylvester would probably be Joel Solomon who is the sort of the master kind of uh, behind the, um, the, you know, the original kind of Gregor Robertson movement. Um, and uh, so they have decided to go elsewhere. Uh, and that might be perhaps Raymond Louie lobbying from inside, who's always imagined himself, um, you know, being there since he was in short pants. <laughs> so, um, uh, you yeah, know, so this definitely signals a little bit of a divide in, in the vision camp.
Uh, do you think we will see uh, Raymond Louis come forward trying to be mayor once again? Um, Raymond Louis has wanted to be mayor for so long. Um, it, it's it's an absolute. Well, there's two things in going on in Raymond's mind. He loves his job as a councillor, uh, but he also really is ambitious, um, and so. Uh, he can either throw away a potential council seat, which he might have a, a good chance of retaining, uh, or he could uh, take a chance on, on uh, trying to run a mayoralty campaign. Uh, but it, this poll that uh, the Conseco put out is interesting in the fact that one in five Vancouverites deem him to be a bad choice. Um, uh, so I guess he was sort of the highest on the bad ranking. Um, the Adrian Carr one is an interesting one. Um, uh, Adrian, again, I think she's starting to imagine herself as being mayor. Um, in the last sort of year or so, people who have been watching council closely have noticed that she's done everything short of standing on her head to try and be uh, friendly to Vision Vancouver, voting you know, with all of their you know most uh, uh, contentious uh, motions and and also even uh, being very full-throated support of this last-minute tax increase that Raymond Louis brought forward. So she's uh, really been trying to curry favor with the Vision Group. Um, I, I, you know, honestly, that it's uh, you know we can't get into the weeds too much for your listeners, but uh, I think there's a lot of people who are watching City Hall right now are really worried about what's going to happen in politics this year. I think it's uh, shaping up to be a bit of a mess, and the MPA have their own set of challenges as well, uh, including a candidate who's candidacy really is founded on a bunch of conspiracy theories about the government and uh uh but they apparently are are getting quite a bit of support for uh, a lot of traditional non-npa members yeah um, rumor is there's quite a few NDP people uh, ndp uh members who are signing up for the npa uh to try and make sure that this guy gets to be the uh the candidate and thus kind of really um hurting the npa and, and you're talking about glenn chernan yes uh, yeah it is an interesting one even watching, well, just uh, watching from just the surface of that, I'm I'm scratching my head a bit. Uh, well, if if, uh, if politics is an, is can be an ugly business here, and and one of the things that people don't realize that what makes this election so much different are the new rules around election financing. Um, a lot of people, and I think there's a lot of the public, were very frustrated by the sense that campaigns are being uh, financed by unions and, and corporations, and that that was getting to bring uh, bringing in too much money. And uh, there's no question that the, the the amounts that were being spent were outrageous. Um, but what we've done now is by um, changing the rules, we have really kind of changed the balance of how things work here. Um, you're now kind of really underfunding campaigns. When you've got a city of 630,000 people like Vancouver, and you're really limiting and capping the amount of money that you can spend to try and introduce your candidates to voters, um, that presents a real problem where most voters are too busy to pay attention on this kind of stuff. I mean, it's great that uh, Joe Bennett Show is, is talking about it, uh, but most people going about their daily business don't really pay attention, so they're sort of stuck with the last minute trying to figure out who to vote for because there's not really been any information made available to them or proper uh, public debate. Um, so it's it's a real concern, and, and, and I think um, uh, the fact that the new election um, uh, finance rules discriminate against elector organizations, so the MPA and Green Party and Vision can't really raise money as much as a, an independent candidate is very odd and unusual. And, 
I mean, uh, we're a big city, and that's why we have these electoral organizations to try and kind of tout groups of candidates rather than just individuals. So, um, yeah, I, I think we're all watching it with uh, some trepidation. It's going to be a very interesting um, and perhaps uh, a very dysfunctional year in, in Vancouver politics. And uh, great. On that note, uh, we will talk about it more, but uh, I tend to agree. Mike, thank you so much. We'll talk to you again, I'm sure. Fantastic. Thanks, Jill. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, Tune in Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.